I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. By now, you know that everything is crazy overseas, and well, that's created some volatility in the market. We actually saw rates tick down a little bit this week. We don't know how long it'll stay that way. All the experts are predicting that there is going to be a rate hike this month in the month of March. Some are saying 25 basis points. Others are saying 50. What does that mean? It means waiting will cost you money. And by the way, I want to mention this is still a once in a lifetime opportunity just based on your real estate values. You see all of a sudden your house is worth considerably more than it was just a couple of years ago. And as a result, you can use that newfound equity to change your your life. We're routinely helping our podcast listeners take their 30 year loan and pay it off in half the time. And how can they afford to do that without their payments going sky high? We get rid of all their other debt. And I mean it as a heads up. What would you do if you had no credit card debt? Just like that. It was all paid off. How much easier would life be if those car payments They're out of here. No more car payments. That is the story that we're able to help our friends and family with at savewithconrad.com. You see the interest you pay on your credit cards, not tax deductible and sky high the interest you pay on your car loans, buddy, where's that going? What if we could restructure all of your debt, use some of this newfound equity, and at the same time, get you out of debt faster. You see, what we're talking about is reducing the time on your mortgage. Yes, we're going to get you a great rate, but if you're in a 30 year loan, think about what your life looks like 30 years from now, man, life gets a lot easier when you're completely debt free. And that's what we want to help you do. And by the way, you don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket. And oh, as a heads up, if you've been thinking, Hey man, I like my house, but my kitchen's kind of outdated. What if we could get you the cash you need to turn your average kitchen into something your wife loves and it wouldn't change your monthly payment at all? Why wouldn't you do that? You see, you'd be reinvesting back in your own property. That's going to make your house worth even more. And oh yeah, you can do it with cheaper monthly payments at savewithconrad.com. Now I know it sounds too good to be true, but I want you to go check out our reviews for yourself. See what some of our new family members are saying at conradreviews.com. You'll see there we've got over a thousand verified reviews. Our average rating is 4.72. And if we were a restaurant with a thousand reviews and a 4.72 rating, 
I know where you're eating dinner and I know where you need to do your next loan. It's savewithconrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. Oh, and did I mention no house payments for two months? That's savewithconrad.com. Listen up. All What Happened Wind shirts are now $17.99. What? That's right. And we've lowered the price of shirts and we're donating 100% of profits to St. Jude. It's a win-win. You get the shirts you love at a lower price, and together we are supporting kids and families in need. It's because we know the Ad Free Show community cares. Get your What Happened When shirts now for $17.99 at LoisRules.com or check out all the charity shirts at AdFreeCares.com. Together, we're making a difference. Broadcasting today's episode of What Happened When from the Blue Chew Studios. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code WHW at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. Welcome to WHW Monday. Tony Schiavone and Conrad Thompson. Jim Crockett for Starcade, 605 NWA. TV title, Cajun Omni, the Bunkhouse Stampede. Flair and Horseman, Garvin, Bogey, Magnum, Dusty, Express Tag Team. Turner bought in Mid-South Joy World Championship Wrestling. Talking about the great years of World Championship Wrestling, the NWA and Jim Crockett Promotions. Tony answers what they win, look, Shivani's back again. World title split off, center stage, Bischoff. Disney, Hogan, and Nitro, New World Order, and the Crow. Thunder Russo, Arquette Champ, Vinnie Mac, simulcast. Tony's back with Conrad, not your classy podcast. Watch a long try not to laugh, lowest rules, cat bass. This wasn't the initial plan, Tom Ziggs a good looking man. Quandike Bill, make a chair, Tommy, you come over here. Hey, hey, it's Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to What Happened When? With the voice of your childhood, Tony Schiavone. Tony, what's going on, man? How are you? I'm good, Conrad. Uh, how you doing, bud? Man, better than I deserve. Happier than a puppy with two Peters. Excited to be here with you today. Excited to be here with you today, too, because we're going to uh, go back to raw, I guess this is attitude era at its finest, right? This is the most important raw in a long time. We're talking about the time when the 83 weeks came to an end. The first time raw beat nitro in 83 weeks. Wow. We want you to watch along with us on the peacock. It's season six, episode 15 from April 13th, 1998. This is the show that kicked y'all's ass, Tony. And. Meltzer, in fact, called it one of the hottest 117 minutes of television and company history. Wow. And in some ways, almost reinventing pro wrestling television. Unfortunately, with wrestling barely being an afterthought in the product, it drew an all time record in a competitive situation a 4.63 rating and a 7.10 share. Meanwhile, Nitro did a 4.34 rating. And a 6.97 share. The total head to head combined audience for the two hours fell just shy of the previous week's all time record. But Raw's rating is the second highest in the history of the show and the highest ever in a competitive situation. So this is a big time show. And do you want to guess or do you remember 
what finally, what was the straw that broke the camel's back with this streak? Do you recall? No, I don't. It, it had to be something with, uh, stone cold Austin and McMahon. Okay. In a match. Wow. Who would have thought the secret sauce of beating WCW of toppling the NWO of getting ahead of what this incredible streak that Goldberg was be, was building at the time. Cause he's not quite yet the champ that wouldn't happen until July. It wasn't the rock. It wasn't the undertaker, the right opponent for Austin, Vince McMahon, who'd have thought. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. If you think about it, that it would be McMahon himself on TV. That would, that would turn the tide, but realistically, this wasn't a surprise because they were moving up and it was just a matter of time, right? Yeah, it was just a matter they, of time. Right. It wasn't like all of a sudden one day we were kicking their ass and we kept pushing them down and then boom, they're ahead of us one day. Oh, what happened? Hell, we should have known what happened as a company, what was going on. It's like you're going, well, it's like a coffin on roller skates, right? You're going oh. downhill and you, you, you try to pull up on the range, you're sitting on the coffin, you say, whoa, horsey, but you can't, whoa, horsey, because you're already down that slippery slope. Well, how about that? I, I don't know that I expected to use the phrase, whoa, horsey today, <laughs> but, but let me say this. If, if you're, uh, if you're going to be watching along with us and Lord, I hope you do again, yeah. one more time. This is April 13th, 1998. If you're on Peacock. It's season six, episode 15 of raw season six, episode 15. Anyway, I'm saying all that to say, whoa, horsey. Is it just me or are the security tools we're using on our computers? Pretty much the same as they were back in 1998, Tony. Uh, no, no, I'm not. No, because you and I know about aura, but the reality is the way we use the internet has changed dramatically. I mean, way back when in 1998, uh, we used to see Shawn Michaels like hunting and pecking. And I guess Arn Anderson still does, but either way, oh, does he ever the tools we use on our computer, man? I mean, I feel like they haven't changed at all. It's like the same stuff I was using 10 years ago. That is until aura. You see aura provides complete digital security to help protect your online accounts, your finances, your devices, and more all in one easy to use app. Or provides that digital security protection that's going to keep your tech safe, your personal information safe, everything safe from online threats. It really is all in one protection from identity theft, financial fraud, malware, scam sites, and so much more. By the way, with Aura, you'll be alerted to fraud and threats fast. Maybe somebody got your online accounts or passwords. Maybe they were leaked online. Maybe someone tried to open a bank account in your name. By the way, Aura is also easy to set up. All their plans, by the way, come with a million dollars in identity theft insurance. That's going to help you recover your stolen funds. And maybe best of all, my favorite part, they've got an experienced U.S.-based customer support team that's got your back. Aura is this new type of security service that protects all of your information and devices with one simple subscription. With an easy online dashboard and alert sent straight to your phone, Aura keeps you in control and guides you through solving any issues for a limited time. Aura is offering our listeners a 30 day free trial. When you visit aura.com slash WHW. So go to aura.com slash WHW to get complete protection, huge savings, and 
a free 30 day trial. That's aura.com slash WHW aura, the new standard in digital security. And, and aura is something both you and I are using right now. As we record, we really believe in aura. Do we not Tony? We do. I, I tell you what I, I realized and thank God for aura. my, my whole life. It's basically either on my Mac or on my phone. Yeah. Everything from photographs to important documents that I've scanned. I don't keep paper anymore. I scan everything. Yeah. So, wow, this is, this is so, so important in this day and age. And, um, I'm, I'm thankful for aura to, to make me feel safe about what I can put, uh, family photos. We were scanning the family photos the other day. Lois was scanning these old black and white photos of her back at Fort Knox, Kentucky and put them in folders. I'm thinking, well, at least I know I can always get to them because aura has got my back. Well, Aura's going to have your back too. check it out. I think you'll be glad you did. Just capital is a nonprofit that tracks, which companies are a force for good companies like bank of America, which just earned the just capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Without further ado, let's talk about Season 6, Episode 15. Tony, I got it pulled up on my side. I'm all zeroed out. Are you ready? Are we ready for a countdown? Is it time to roll that beautiful bean footage? Yeah. Bean footage? I'm ready to go. You don't get the reference, do you? No. Was this done in uh, Boston? No, there used to be a commercial for baked beans back in the day. Oh. That had a dog in it. Roll that beautiful bean footage. You don't remember this at all, do you? No, it couldn't have been that long ago. All right, let me just play a clip here. Okay. <laughs> Roll that beautiful bean footage. Well, okay, right. All right. You don't you don't remember that at all. That's is that Bush's beans with the dog? Uh, yeah. Roll that beautiful bean footage. Yeah, okay. Drop it. Got, <laughs> got it. <laughs> What's wrong with us? I don't know. Something's wrong with us. On hood. <laughs> okay. How many people have you shown that to? Oh my God. I showed it to Eddie Kingston the other day. What did he think? Oh, he thought it was tremendous. He laughed when he, when he heard him say kind of sporty, kind of nifty, kind of sporty. The way he did that. It's the best. And then of course, um, Crip Mac did that cameo for me where bless his heart. He was eating something when he did it. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Okay, Crip Mac, if someone wants you to do a cameo, don't be just stop eating for a second. Okay. Where were you when I was doing the Ric Flair podcast back in the day? That could have been so helpful if you were there. <laughs> Some people you just can't learn them. Can't learn them. I love and you. And Ric Flair's one of them. Okay. I love you for that. Okay. All right, here we go. Let's go to Steph Chesney with our countdown. Again, it's uh, season six, episode 15, April 13th, 1998. It's time to stop the run of 83 weeks. You know what's all about you! Let me tell you something, little skinny motherfucker. I will beat your ass, plus I will beat your ass 
up, ladies and gentlemen, for this extraordinary attire, the new and improved Stone Cold Steve Austin and the new look. Yes! The corporate makeover's not getting a big ovation here, is it? Last week, it appeared as if WWF owner Vince McMahon had successfully molded Stone Cold Steve Austin into his own personal corporate champion until... The new Stone Cold wants you to take this camera and get the film developed because this is the absolute last time you will ever see Stone Cold Steve Austin wearing a ridiculous suit like this son of a has vowed that his issues with his boss Vince McMahon will be settled once and for all tonight on Raw is War. This was a cool opening, man. So cool. That's why I'm playing it. Yeah. Dude, I got goosebumps. This is such a fun time in wrestling. The sign era. It was just so fun as a fan. I mean, just to be home and turn on the TV and be like, oh man, what's going to happen today? And did you? This is the height of WCW and the WWF probably. Go ahead. What'd I say? Yeah. No, I was, I was saying there was a sign. I saw it. It said, uh, fuck nitro. Well, <laughs> well, there you go. I, the, the, the war was, the war was on and the fans felt a part of it. Right. Yeah. WWE fans said, this is us. How about Michael Cole and Jim Ross together? Wow. Found out late, late last week that Stone Cold Steve Austin is going to be here sometime tonight. And he's going to settle the issues with Vince McMahon one way or another. Let me set the stage here for you, Tony, just so you understand in late March, stone cold beat Shawn Michaels to become the world champion at WrestleMania 14. Famously, Steve Austin had Mike Tyson as the special guest referee or enforcer on the outside. Everyone thought he was with DX. Turns out in the end, he put the, uh, revealed that he was in fact with stone cold. Shawn Michaels is out of here now. Meanwhile, Bret Hart is working for you guys on the other channel, right? Goldberg's picking up some steam. As we said at the top of the show, he's not yet beat Hogan, but not only do we have a new champion, we have a new championship belt. This belt he's sporting right now is, is known to wrestling belt marks as the big Eagle. And that in particular is called the blue block because it has the block logo at the top, as opposed to the scratch logo, but it's on blue leather. It's one week old here on the program. Wow. So 
the winds of change are here and let's hear what Austin has to say. Cause this is going to set the tone for the whole show. What I want to do right now is get something straightened out between Stone Cold Steve Austin and one Vince McMahon. Vince, you might as well bring your ass down here right now because I'll sit. You know I'll sit in this ring all night long until you do come out. I'll hold up the whole damn show and I give you this. If you come out, I give you my word. I won't knock your damn lights out. I just want to talk to you man to man. That's it. So bring your ass out. Austin has held this program hostage before. I know somebody in Philadelphia has got a cold beer for Steve Austin. Because if I'm going to wait, I want to drink a beer while I'm doing it. Vince, come on out. If I got to, I'll take a nap in the middle of your ring. I ain't going nowhere until you come out. Because as the World Wrestling Federation champion, I'm not going to have you telling me every single week what I can and what I can't do. I ain't gonna wear your stupid little suits. I ain't gonna do none of that. So, another thing I'm not gonna do is get out of this ring until you come down here. So, come on, bitch. We gotta. Oh, there you go. Now you done something. Come on. So, just to remind you, Tony, uh, Pat Patterson and Jerry Briscoe are like the, the quote-unquote stooges for Vince McMahon on camera here. Yeah. Give it up for the owner of the World Wrestling Federation. Oh, come on. Hey, 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 come on, come on. I done told you, I'm not going to hit. Oh. What is this? You too much. I give you my word, I won't get hit you. You want to bring some security out here. I understand that. Come on. Climb up a little steps. We got something to settle right here on Raw. I ain't going nowhere until you get your ass up here and we have a little talk. Why the riot here? I'll tell you what. First the cops, JR, now the SWAT team. Mr. McMahon obviously taking no chances. I'll tell you what I'm going to do with both them sticks if you get too close to me, and it ain't going to be a pretty sight. I'm glad you can make it to the ring. Before I get started on what I want to talk about, because once I get here, I can't go back. I want to know right now, you've been holding this information from me, who I'm supposed to fight at the next pay-per-view because you hadn't seen fit to tell me who my opponent is. So who might that be? Well, uh... I haven't made up my mind yet. You haven't made up your mind yet. So basically what you're saying is you just ain't going to tell me, are you? I wouldn't exactly put it that way. I just, I haven't made up my mind. It it, it takes great deliberation. Basically, you're not going to tell me who I'm fighting at the next pay-per-view. Is that correct? You'll know soon. All right, 
I'll tell you what I do know sooner, what I do know right now. I can see by the way you look at me, Vince, every time you set your little beady eyes on me, you can't stand anything about me. You can't stand the fact that I like to drink a few beers. You can't. Yeah. Damn right. You can't stand the fact that I use colorful language. You can't stand the fact that I do this every now and then. You don't like the way I dress, you're probably upset that I cut the little sleeves off this shirt. And on the other hand, every time I sit here and listen to you talk about what a World Wrestling Federation champion is supposed to be, according to you, it's supposed to be someone with an Ivy League education. It's supposed to be someone who speaks the proper language and never ever uses a four-letter word and certainly is not someone that uses the sign language that Stone Cold Steve Austin uses. I can accept that fact. You want something? You want someone with polish and manners? Someone who holds his head up like you've got a silver spoon in your mouth? But that just ain't me. But the more and more I think about it, what that sounds to me, what it sounds to me that Vince McMahon wants as a WWF champion is someone not just like yourself, but it sounds to me like you want to be the WWF champion. Is that right? It's, you know, hey, every time you lay out a description, it fits you to a T. Do you want to be the WWF champion or not? Where are you going with this? Well, a couple of weeks ago when you came down with this new belt, I'm sure before I took this belt from you, you walked around in your house with your little pajamas on and you had this belt strapped around your waist and you said to your wife, Honey, how do I look as a world champion? She probably said you look like a jackass because you do. <laughs> So I'll tell you what I'm going to do tonight. I know as a promoter, you always love the fact every time a WWF champion puts the title on the line. So tonight in Philadelphia, here on Raw, I am putting the WWF title on the line. Look at me when I'm talking to you. Don't ever turn your back on me. Because you never know. Even though I give you my word, I wouldn't hit you. I just might knock your damn head off. You're probably wondering, well, Steve, who's going to be your opponent? The way I look at it, there can only be one opponent for Steve Austin, and that is Mr. Vince McMahon. What? What is he talking about? you got to be kidding me. If you want to see Austin and McMahon, give me a hell yeah. So I got to ask you, do you accept the challenge or do you not? No way. Let me put it to you this way. We can do things the easy way or we can do things the hard way. Some of these people like it when I do things the hard way, so tell me what you're going to do. Well, give me some idea of what the, what the easy way is and 
and, and what the hard way is. What's your definition? I'll tell you what the easy way is. The easy way is for you to handpick any WWF official back there, come back to the ring, and fight Stone Cold Steve Austin for the WWF title. I'm giving you a chance to win it all, to win the WWF title. And the fact of the matter is, I could probably beat your ass with one hand tied behind my back. Now, if you don't choose to do the things the easy way, then by certainly you can do things the hard way. What's the hard way, Mr. Austin? The hard way is this. I done told these people it's going to be Austin McMahon. By doing things the easy way, you've got a chance to win a WWF title. To do things the hard way means that I'm going to handpick one of these WWF cameramen. I'm going to take him backstage to your office, and I'm going to beat your ass in front of the world anyway. You and me have got to stop. This ain't going nowhere. Do things the easy way. You got a chance to win in the belt. Do the things the hard way. All you got to do is get a chance to get your face swole shut. Either way you look at it, I'm going to give you 30 minutes to make up your mind. 30 minutes, no more, no less. You make the decision, the easy way or the hard way. I ain't going nowhere. And if you think you're going somewhere, you're dead wrong because your limo driver's been beat up and you got four flat tires. <laughs> Let me ask one more time. If you want to see Austin McMahon, give me a hell yeah. Then that's the way it's going to be. And that's the bottom line. Because Stone Cold sets up. So there you go. The stage is set, Tony. I know we tracked a lot there, but I know you probably never saw it, but never did. What do you think of this, uh, this setup and presentation so far? Well, I think, uh, I think, you know, why uh, they took over the war because it's a great story. Yeah. But also, uh, Austin was such a fucking great performer. God almighty. Well, Vince is a great performer in his own right. Oh, oh, absolutely. Wow. Yeah. So he's just oozing charisma, whatever it is, it's just dripping off him. Yeah, and and Vince did great, had great facial work there, great reaction, a lot of that. I don't know if you noticed. You know, do you notice somebody at front row had a Shivani sign? Oh, I missed that. What'd they say? Yeah, it said it said. Oh Shivani. wait, let's track this. I go. Vince, when are you going to put a stop to it? Now is the only time you can. You've got to stop him now. Vince, the guy's making fun of you. He's making a fool out of you. You got to stop it tonight. I know you can do it, Vince. I know you can do it. Get it over with. I'm sick of this crap. He's challenged you in the ring. He's challenged you in the dressing room. He's challenged you in the street. You only got one thing to do. You broke the rest of them. Break him. Break it down. You broke the rest of them. Break him. Cool. What the Shivani sign say? It said Shivani. Then it said 316. And then it said something else at the bottom. But it's front row, bottom left. And I could... I, the kid on the front row had it up a couple of times. Ha, ah, that's what she said. Uh, and here comes DX. So yeah, Shit, it looks man. like we got Los Bariquas and the disciples of apocalypse. And there's DX running around mm-hmm. doing some crotch chopping and they're off to the races, but Tony, wow. uh, get your mouse ready. You got your mouse ready. What? Yeah. 
And we're okay. going to, we're, we're going to pause in three, two, one pause. I'm at sixteen, sixteen, and we're going to take this time out right now to, uh, ask you how you're sleeping at night, knowing that there were fans with Shivani three sixteen signs in the crowd 24 years ago. Uh, I'm sleeping, uh, better than ever now, but it's not because of that. Really? Yeah. It's because of chili sleep. Come on now. Chili sleep yeah, is a home run. Uh, I'm actually uh, headed out of town and you know, what's in the trunk already. Your chili sleep. Yes, uh, sir. Is it, do you, is it the cube system that you use or is the regular? I got the Uller, but Uller, buddy, okay. I sleep so great with chili sleep. Last night I slept eight hours the night before I slept nine hours. I'm feeling better than ever. I know I'm more productive than ever. And I give 100% of the credit to chili sleep. You see, science tells us the best way to achieve and maintain consistent deep sleep is lowering your core body temperature. And that makes sense to me. Temperature controlled sleep is going to help repair your muscles after a hard day's work. It's going to improve your cognitive function. So you always start your day feeling sharp and alert. What the heck are we talking about? We're talking about chili sleep. They make a customizable climate controlled sleep solution that will help you improve your entire well-being. And as Tony said, they have two separate systems, the Uller and the cube sleep system. Either way, we're talking hydro power, temperature controlled mattress toppers. They fit over your existing mattress to provide you your ideal sleep temperature. Now that's different for everybody. I want to sleep a little cooler than my wife. No problem. She has her side a little warmer. Mine's a little cooler. It's ideal for us individually, not collectively. These luxury mattress pads, keep your bed at the perfect temperature for deep sleep. Again, whether you sleep hot or cold, either way, chili sleep is designed to help you fall asleep, stay asleep and give you the confidence to power through your day. Imagine waking up and not feeling tired. Chili sleep can make that happen. And this has been a home run in my life. My wife wears one of those little bracelets that tells you what your recovery is and how well you're sleeping and what your disturbances are. It is night and day from before chilly sleep to after we're feeling better and you will be too. And right now, Tony, I think we have a special offer for our listeners, right? Head over to chillysleep.com slash WHW to learn more and save 30% off the purchase of any new cube or Uller sleep system. This offer is available exclusively for what happened when listeners and only for a limited time. That's chilly. C-H-I-L-I sleep.com slash WHW. Take advantage of our exclusive discount and wake up refreshed every day. Uh, let me say this, Conrad. I uh, Thursdays have become one of my favorite days. And let me tell you why. Because I'm out of town Tuesday and out of town Wednesday, Tuesday night, Wednesday night. I, 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 I don't have one I take with me on the road. And so I, I really don't get much sleep on Tuesday nights and Wednesday nights. And I'm thinking, man, I can't wait to get home Thursday so I can get a good sleep. And what I'll actually do is when I get home on the Thursday, I'll, I'll take a, uh, a nap, maybe about like three or four hour nap when I get home and crank that sucker up, turn it down, go to sleep fast. Body temperature gradually lowers. You can fall asleep faster. So Thursday is my day, buddy. And then of course, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, I'm oolered out. <laughs> you should be too. Chillysleep.com. Yeah forward slash WHW. Seriously, you know, we, we, we uh, introduce you guys to a lot of different products here. This is a staple of my life. Now, uh, we got a lot of great sponsors here, but maybe none more important to me than chili sleep. Goodness gracious. I love it. You will too. 
chillysleep.com forward slash WHW. What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. And Tony, I'm at 1616. You want to count us back in? Yeah, let's go back in and uh, roll again on this episode of Monday Night Raw from April 13th, 1998 in 3-2 one play. So those are the Harris brothers scrapping here with, um, I think that's Miguel Perez who just took a bump. And I think that's Savio. Yeah. That's definitely Savio Vega coming into the ring. Yeah. With the red, uh, wife Peter on, so right. to speak. And there's a part of, uh, adfreeshows.com, Our referee, Mr. Mike Kyoto. Wow. Stomping around ringside, the road dog, Jesse James. Oh, there it is right there. Brian Lee, who once portrayed the fake undertaker. Uh-huh. Slinging that uh, that big fist over at Billy Gunn, the ass man, if you will. Billy Gunn, one of my favorite people. Billy Gunn is. There's the Shivani 316 sign. Do you see it on the left? I do. Yes, it sir. Got, I don't know what it says. It probably says Shivani 316. You can suck it, you fat ass announcer. I don't think it's something like that. that. I don't think it says that. Well, it's probably. Uh, I'm honored. Oh, now, what is this? Uh, is this like? Uh, it's like a chain match, dog collar match. I mean, they got, it's a chain match. All right. I, I yes. see that. But how, how about China just looking stoic in the corner there? Brian Lee just took a pedigree on a chair. Of course, he was nowhere near the chair. Hunter took it all on his knees. Hunter recently retired, came out WrestleMania and waved to everybody. And Sean Waltman sadly recently tore a bicep. He was in better shape than ever and hoping to have a, a whole bunch of Really fun matches. Hoping he's better sooner rather than later. And yeah, here comes Billy <laughs> Gunn, pile driver on the ramp on a chair on Brian Lee. Prime time Brian Lee from ECW, bulldozer Brian Lee from Smoky Mountain, or the under faker from 1994 in the WWF. But here go, here we go, gang warfare. These bikers and DX, they got some some hot issues here apparently. Just to show you how how much of an impact this era had on fans. Yeah. Billy Gunn still gets a big pop when he comes out for uh, AEW, and it's because of this. Oh, of course, yeah. It's because of his time with DX. It, it really is. Oh, and China's in the ring. Boy, she had a great look, didn't she? Unbelievable. Oh, it was. Well, I, you know, whenever I hear you compliment a woman, all I want to say is cut the shit, Tony. <laughs> oh, I love Jade. Somebody really asked me do. the other day, when are you guys going to sell a cut the shit, Tony t-shirt? I'm like, yeah. buddy, that's not how that works. That would be her shirt. Not our shirt. <laughs> that's right. Cut the shit, Tony. Yeah. She did tell me one time, she said, uh, we ought to have a cut the shit, Tony t-shirt. I went, yeah, we sure should. And I started thinking about you and then I'm thinking, well, I'll just stay out of that one. I mean, here's the thing. I, I think it would be great to have a cut the shit t-shirt, but I'm pretty sure that's an AEW shirt. That's not a us sure shirt. It is. Yeah. yeah. I just saw a sign that said two words. Suck it. 
uh, Bish, two words, Bischoff sucking. Oh, there you go. Uh, it looked like the Los uh, Pariquas were going to be friendly with DX China hit Savio uh, Vega in the yam bag. Uh, uh, yam bag Yahtzee, baby. <laughs> uh, look, they got, uh, they're, uh, they're picking somebody up with a, with a stretcher over on the left there. Is that an angle or somebody really got hurt? Oh, what am I talking oh, about? Oh, they pile drive. Uh, they gave Brian Lee yeah. a pile driver on the ramp on a chair. He has to be right. stretched out. It's legally right. re- required. Earl Hebner, a couple of gimmick guys. I just love these signs. I just love picking out some, some of these signs about and how fans were invested in this war. The oh, look at China getting poised. Oh yeah, let's track this. Oh, I missed it. Yeah. What you do? Hit him with the chain or a lariat? Lariat. Oh, here we track this. Yeah, gotta. Well, I understand how Shane feels. He's your son, Vince, but you got to take care of business tonight. You got to answer this guy, and you got to do it the right Jim, way. Jim, you don't understand how I feel. You, you, you just. Well, I do. No, no, I do, Shane. Shane, Shane we understand. Please, please. You, you remember? You taught me a life lesson one time. You know, I was on that motorcycle. You know, I was going 100 and something miles an hour. I know. You could have been killed. What do you think? I mean, it's a different situation here, but the, the roles are reversed. I'm going to say you can kill you, but he, uh, you, you can't get hurt. Shane, you, I have a lot of confidence in you. Are you saying I can't your, take Austin? Shane, I have a lot of confidence in your dad. What are you going to do with it? This is, don't this be is crap. This is crap. This is real. He's going to get hurt. This, this is, is crap. Oh, got to take care by the way, as we see Shane arguing with his dad there, I want to remind everybody we just saw over this past week. I don't know if you saw it, Tony, the old vet, Shane old McMahon's Sadie. son, Vince McMahon's grandson mm-hmm. just committed to Indiana. He's going to play football for the Indiana Hoosiers. How about that? That is, that is great news. That's so that cool, man. News. I'm happy for him. I'm happy for the family. I really am. It just, it's gotta be exciting amazing. for them. Yeah, it is. Did you ever have one of those, uh, WWF, the music, the albums? Cause I feel like every now and again, you might like get chubbed up, turn on stone cold's music and then stomp into the bedroom. Oh, here comes Mr. McMahon. No, I, I didn't have, I didn't chub up for that, but I did have, uh, the, uh, the pile driver album. And you was called pile driver. And you bought that on purpose? No, I, I was working there at the time. Oh, that's right. There you go. And they gave me a. So Scotty two hotties in the ring with Brian Christopher, the referee is uh, Jack Doan is uh, summoned over to the corner to uh, have a little chat with Vince McMahon. So they're going to clear out a couple of luchadors here uh, and there goes Brian Christopher and the, four, the, the, what will be one day, Scotty two hottie. It's still Scott Taylor here. Let's hear from Vince. This should be good stuff. For over 50 years. The World Wrestling Federation has been a part of my heritage. From my grandfather, to my dad, to me, and I hope that that heritage continues on with my son and daughter and their children and each succeeding generation thereafter. (laughs) And the World Wrestling Federation has always been about honor and integrity. Qualities that are sorely lacking in our current 
World Wrestling Federation champion. Stone Cold Steve Austin has no honor. Stone Cold Steve Austin has no integrity. And I know that the decision I'm about to make here tonight will not sit that well with those who have preceded me. But nonetheless, sometime a man's got to do what a man's got to do. <laughs> what? <laughs> and so in answer to the question, will I fight Stone Cold Steve Austin in this ring tonight? The answer is, oh, hell yeah. No! He's got to be kidding! This is absolutely asinine. Please say this is not going to happen. He has no chance. No. No chance. This is getting some bad advice. I'll tell you what, if this happens, it's going to rip this company apart. This is going to be a tragedy. And... I can't believe Gerald Briscoe and Pat Patterson, two WWF officials, are condoning this. They're applauding him. Has everybody lost their mind, for God's sakes? <laughs> Look at this. He has no chance. There it's is a, no way. Gotta do it. Take it anymore. No, you can't. Way to go. JR, I'll tell you what. So what do you think? The angle's set. Steve Austin and Vince McMahon are going to hook it up. What do you think of that little piece of business there? I loved it. I love the interview. Sometimes a man's got to do what a man's got to do. What's Jr. doing here? He's not going to call it. He's going to try to go. Okay. He's walking out in protest. Tag team matchup in the ring now. I think he's going to go try to talk some sense into Vince McMahon. So Michael Uh, Cole is going to do. Oh, there go the lights. After all we've been through tonight, now this. (laughs) Not Kane. (laughs) It's the Phenom! It's the Undertaker! Finally, perhaps some sanity tonight! The Undertaker on his way to the ring! It has been a week of hell for this man! So the Undertaker coming to the ring... With some uh, bad intentions. I wouldn't want to be one of those poor guys in the ring right now. How about when he stands on the corner and raises his arms, the lights go up. How fun. Yeah, that? man. And the smoke. What a presentation. Double choke slam. Why not? I know you saw recently his induction to the hall of fame. What'd you think of it? Disappointed. He didn't mention Mick Foley. Yeah. Oh my God. Scott Taylor got up for that. He choke slammed him through the damn roof of the building. Tombstone Jones too. I bet. Yep. Scott Taylor, such a pro man. You know, uh, listen, as a adult, I can look back and see this very clearly, but as a kid, I paid almost no attention to the guys who were taking the moves, the enhancement right. talent, if you will. 
Right. But man, you can really appreciate them now. Let's listen. It's time your big brother shows you what evil is all about. He will be Kane in an infernal match and unforgiven. No longer are you the hunter, but now you are the hunted. So just to give you the backstory here, Tony. Kane had Kane was Undertaker's long lost brother. He thought he had been burned in a fire. It turned out he lived. He's alive. He's alive. So, uh, <laughs> the idea is he's back now and they had their big match at WrestleMania. He debuted in October of 97. They had their big match at WrestleMania, but now on the heels of that, we got to turn the volume up. Well, if you got essentially a blood feud with two quote unquote blood brothers and They've got a, a deep sorted history, a dark history between the two of them. How do you settle it? Well, you have an inferno match. So mm. we're 13 days away at this point from the big WWF pay-per-view unforgiven in Greensboro. And there's a lot to that show. I'm sure we'll watch it one day, but the gist is they're going to have fire around the ring for undertaker and Kane. uh, by the way. What great value we're seeing a Starbucks or starburst, sorry, force a habit starburst commercial here for the slam of the week where Austin delivered a stunner to Vince McMahon. But this is amazing to me to think about starburst paid for this ad one time, 24 years ago, and we're still watching it all these years later. Isn't it something great value? That's a, that's a lesson in advertising boys and girls, but do whatever you can to be a part of the show. Uh, Here's uh, Kevin Kelly here tonight, not Jr., not even Vince's son, Shane, as evidenced by this piece of videotape that was shot during the break. Shane, you might as well forget about it. You went out there. Now you're filling his head. head. You're filling his 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 and bring it back. All right. All right. Good. For the record, you're the wrong decision. If you're making the wrong decision, you have the wrong advice. For the, for the record, you go to the car, okay? Get my gym bag and bring it back. This yeah, is the right. dumbest decision you've ever made. It may be. Oh, no, no, it's the dumbest decision. No, it's it is so f***ing. Go out there and go do your job, please. Thank you very much. Good. How about that? Is this uh, storytelling on another level? Just the thread of the throughout the show. Like, I mean, we've seen so far, we're 30 minutes into the program at the, oh my God, would you look at this shit? <laughs> Here comes Jeff Jarrett and okay. all white pleather with red double J's. Wait a minute. I hear television sets tuning to us all of a sudden. They're yeah. going to come back, but let's go and see what's going on in nitro very quickly. And we'll uh, come back when there's something fucking good in the ring. Listen, he's a phenomenal wrestler, but this gimmick, oh, boy, this was heat. That's what I mean. <laughs> this was fucking, this pissed off people around the world. Yeah, so it did its job. You know, what's, yeah. fun, what's funny is I was talking to him the other day. I don't even know that it was on the show. Maybe it was, but he was talking about wearing this jacket and there was a, you know, this is primitive, right? This is way back when we've seen a bunch of light up jackets since then. Thanks to Finn Balor and Chris Jericho and all those guys. But Jeff Jarrett here was one of the, really one of the first guys to have like a light up deal. And you can see a wire hanging out right there. Well, the idea was he had a button he would press to make it light up. Yada, yada, yada. But as we said, it's not nearly as well fancy as you might've imagined. 
Well, there was an exposed wire in there and it burnt the shit out of his shoulder while he's wearing it. Oh God. Takamichinoku is his opponent here who they brought in to be what they thought was going to be their answer for the WCW cruiserweight division. Taka right. was a hell of a hand still probably is. Uh, but at the time, I mean, let's just be real. Nobody was a, was a match for Rey Mysterio. Let's hear Steve Blackman on double J. It might be tonight. It might be next week. I might even wait for his singing debut at Unforgiven. But Double J, you can bet your bottom dollar that you're going to be seeing Steve Blackman again because, brother, revenge is sweet. Well, that's the lethal weapon, Steve Blackman. In a- well, we see why Steve Blackman didn't do a lot of promos back then. Yeah. Oh, ex- uh, yeah, he didn't have much personality. You know what's great about all this, and, and you know it now as well as I do, uh, it's, it's really good being able to uh, connect with uh, Jeff Jarrett here in later years because he's oh, such yeah. a good guy. He's such a good guy. Always was a great guy. Big baseball fan, as you know. And uh, you know what? And again, a, a hell of a worker. What oh, do we got here? Colonel Robert Parker talking that shit. What the shit? He probably. Uh, I got myself a big old hog, JR. What about you? I'll drop the mic and walk away. He called himself Tennessee Lee here. Tennessee Lee. Or as you and I know him, Hog Jones. Hog Jones. And we just saw Jeff go to throw a short arm clothesline, but they just dropped a bunch of flyers from the ceiling talking about his singing debut at Unforgiven. Ain't he great? It was a great visual, but now they're all over the ring and referee Tim White has made no effort to remove them. So it is an interesting look. But unfortunately, when Jeff stepped on one to throw that short arm clothesline, the boot slipped on that and he almost lost his footing and that would have been pretty fucking embarrassing. Yeah. There you go. Jeff knew what to do there, man. Just pinned myself up against the ropes. Oh, there's Tennessee Lee. Uh huh. There's Tennessee Lee now up on the ring apron. Taco was going to fly. Tennessee Lee trying to get in his way. Let some interference for a double J. Made sure he had a, he didn't. Uh, oh, there it is. That's Dick to go. <laughs> what? Kamikaze oh. back. Fisherman suplex. <laughs> Club Kamikaze Dick to go. One again against Taka. A choke slam. Oh. And a senton splash. These guys hit. They assault. They damage. They hurt. And they leave. So there you go. That was a run in from Kai and Ty. I guess you don't have many Kai and Ty memories. I have none. I don't even have any dick to go memories. I, hmm. I, I think it's, it's obvious. They wanted uh, Colonel Parker to wear a black hat instead of a white hat as he had with us, but I'm surprised they had him wear a black hat because Jr. had a black hat. I just doesn't seem to be something that they would do, but what am I to say? So you're not a big dick to go fan. No, can't say, although here we go. Uh, yeah. As that Vince McMahon has accepted your challenge tonight. No, I'm not really surprised at all because I didn't give him much of a choice. He can either get his ass beat in a dressing room or in the ring. He made his choice. I got a question, his advice. I think it was bad advice, but I said at the beginning of the show, I was going to get this thing solved one way or the other, and that's exactly what's going to happen. It's going to be settled right here tonight, and that's the bottom line. All right, thank you very much, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Vince McMahon. They will fight 
for the WWF title. Yes, you heard me right tonight. So we've established all of this 35 minutes into the show. You know, you know what he's going to do. He's going to right away. He's going to want to stun you, Dan. Yep. So how's he set that up? First thing he'll try to do is kick you in the stomach. And then I'll show you what to do here. Patton, go ahead and go kick ahead. me in the stomach. Watch this, bitch. See, you grab it right, right there. Then you throw that shoulder sure. into him, bitch. Throw that shoulder yeah. and take yeah. And you own him from there. You own him All from right. there. Okay. Boy, is he in for a All surprise. Right. All right. Tell you. Folks, it may sound bizarre. <laughs> All I can tell you is Stone Cold Steve Austin has challenged Vince McMahon. He's put the WWF title on the line, and Vince has accepted the challenge. It's bizarre. Well, folks, it's going to rip this company apart. I can tell you that Vince McMahon is not a wrestler. Vince McMahon has no business uh, physically competing with Stone Cold Steve Austin. And what else is going to happen here tonight? What I don't have this music. Or... Oh, how about damn. Ron Simmons? That's all man right there. You're damn right it is, buddy. <laughs> so what'd you, you so what'd you think of Kai and Ty though? That, that little run in that they did on Taka. That was, was good. Just fly yeah. in, attack his ass and fly right out of there. I think you would have liked men's town or, or Dick to go or grand Hamada. You'd have liked those guys. We've got to show you some of their stuff. Yeah. I, I think I would have, I, uh, Dick to go is one of the best names of all time though. Yeah, it is nitro fans. Something there's a nitro sign. I love it. Uh, the, uh, wonder, wonder what Ron's got to say here. I'm going to make this short and I'm going to make it simple. <laughs> Rocky, I know you're back there, and I know you and the entire world can see me standing here right now tonight. And guess what? Oh, sure, you cracked the rib, and you might have bruised my body. But let me tell you something, son. It takes a lot more than that to kick my ass. I know in here that I gave you the chance of a lifetime. I gave all of you the chance of a lifetime. And me being a man of chance, guess what I'm going to do for you tonight? I'm going to give you another chance to finish kicking my ass right now. So get it out here. He's, he's, he's nuts. Sounds like Farouk is challenging the entire nation. Now that's, I know he's a tough man. The former Florida State football All-American. But this is not uh -oh. very smart. I'll tell you what, Farouk, you come out here and you run your mouth and you try and call all the shots like you're the champ, like you're the rock, but obviously you're not. You see, Farouk, the rock understands that you're, you're still half ignorant from the beating we gave you last week. So try your best and smell what the rock is going to cook tonight here in Philadelphia. You see, Farouk, the rock, hold on, hold the rock's belt, will you? The Rock feels like this. The Rock has a very big hand. <laughs> and you know what that means. That means he's going to lay the smack down on you whenever he damn well pleases. <laughs> and you know what? There's only two things you can do about it. Nothing and like it. So Farouk, in front of all the Rock's fans here tonight and millions and millions watching on TV, the... The Rock wants you to realize something. Not for one single solitary second. If you think you're ready to rumble with The Rock and the rest of the nation, then let The Rock tell you something right here, right now. The Rock has warned you, Pops. Get ready for your final thrill. 
Yeah, The Rock's tough with three guys backing him up. Yeah, Farouk with a salute. <laughs> Look at this. He's just an old man trying to hang on. Whoa, oh! Shamrock and Blackman behind the nation. Saluting Farouk. Here they come! So how about that? We got to see some early rock, you know, just a year prior to this, Tony fans were booing the shit out of him, right. chanting die Rocky die right slowly, but surely he turned joined the nation. Um, well, I guess he, a uh, very, very abruptly after an injury joined the nation and then slowly, but surely developed the rock character and persona. And of you course there tell. was some yeah. contention between them as they decided who was going to be the leader. And now there was a hot issue, but you were saying you could tell, you could tell that it, it was early rock. I mean, he did the eyebrow yeah. right at the end there underneath the, uh, underneath the glasses, but yeah, you could tell it was early. Uh, there's my man, Mark Henry. <laughs> Damn. If you don't love Mark Henry, God, I'm one of my favorite people. Genuinely a, a wonderful human being does a great job on yeah. busted open, but I got to tell yeah. you, his, his segment every mm-hmm. Friday night on yeah. rampage yeah. makes me smile. Yeah. And the fans are with it too. You hear the fans. It's time for the main event. He, so when I, when I see him this week, I'm going to say here, hold rocks belt for me. <laughs> Listen to this Foley. After 13 years of blood, sweat and tears, but it's not worth it anymore. It's going to be a long time before you see Cactus Jack in the ring again. That was the WWF Rewind brought to you by 10321. Dial 10321 before the one area code number on calls from home. 10321 saves on every call and 50% on all calls over 20 minutes. Remember when you used to pay for long distance back in the day? I was just thinking, isn't it amazing? And holy shit, they even throwing out Terry Funk in this thing. Yeah, Terry Funk is here. And with that in mind, I think we need to press pause right now, Tony. Get your mouse ready. Three, okay. two, one, pause. I'm at forty one forty four. And when I think of Terry Funk, well, I think about the Mount Rushmore of wrestling. For me, uh-huh. he's on the Mount Rushmore of wrestling. I'd have him up there with the Ric Flairs, with the Dusty Rhodes, with the Hulk Hogan's. Just an all time great performer. And if you're looking for an all time great time and maybe you want to be a little middle aged and crazy, I want to mm. introduce you to Blue Chew. It's time to dig yourself out of that winter hibernation. Spring is here and it's time to get sprung with blue chew. That's right. This episode and every episode of what happened when is sponsored by blue chew guys. Confidence can take you far in life. Tony has proven that he landed a a stone cold Fox like Lois because of that confidence, but it can also help you in the bedroom, especially when it comes time to uh, step up to the plate. And that's where blue chew comes in. Blue chew is a unique online service. It's going to deliver the same active ingredients as both Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Now you can take these dudes anytime, day or night. So you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Now the process, well, it's simple. You sign up at bluechew.com. You consult with one of their licensed medical providers. And once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. Now what's the best part? Well, it's all done online. That means no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue chew tablets, by the way, made right here in the USA. That's right. The old red, white, and blue chew. It's prepared and shipped directly to your door, all in a discreet package. 
And Tony, you told me the other day, it got you so hard. Even a cat couldn't scratch it. Isn't that right? Oh yeah. It's uh it's been a staple, uh, in my later years of Tony Schiavone and Lois Schiavone's after hours. Let's run so through this speak. though. It's not just for old timers. It's for guys who want to put on a show. No. They're looking for that five-star performance. If you want to lay the pipe or lay the smack down and, uh, <laughs> maybe stomp a mud hole in it and walk it dry. Well, blue Chew 316 says, well, real title now. And we've got a special deal for our listeners right now. Don't we, Tony? If you could benefit uh, from extra confidence when it's time to perform blue chew can help our special deal for our listeners. Try blue chew free. When you use our promo code WHW at checkout, just pay the $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com promo code WHW to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. We thank blue chew for sponsoring what happened when, and by the way, as you know, by now, we always come to you from the blue chew studios. Always. I'm Alex Rodriguez and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal each week. You're here is in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. And here we go, Tony. I'm at 41.44. Count us in here and we'll get going and watch uh, The Funker. All right. uh, At 41.44 in three, two. One play. I'm joined by the King Jerry Lawler, and you saw Cactus Jack. I guess an emotional farewell last week. You gotta wonder. I am here tonight <laughs> to announce a new partner. The reason why is because Cactus Jack waddled out of this ring last week, waddled up the aisle and proclaim to the world of professional wrestling that he was quitting. He was quitting because the fans were chanting, Austin, Austin, Austin. Well, I could give a damn what the fans chant. I'm not quitting. I'm not a quitter. And I'm going to put some funk in your faces and I'm going to put funk in everyone's faces because my partner is hardcore. Everybody knows my partner because he's hardcore. He's always been hardcore. He's never had a chance because McMahon has never given him a chance but Terry Funk is. So, Bring out the funk! Bring out the funk! Bring him out! Bring out the funk! There he is! There's a funk! There's a funk! Come on, <laughs> funk! There's my man right there! That's- so it's too cold Scorpio, as we saw him in WCW or ECW, uh-huh. but here he's been flash funk, but he looks a little more Scorpio like. And check that out, man. There's PCO. Wow. And your boy with, with more heat than a air conditioning unit. <laughs> Jacques Rougeau <laughs> referee. Jimmy Corderas is our referee. Jacques Rougeau. 
What's your favorite Jacques Rougeau match? Oh God, it had to be. Uh, it had to be. I, I like the Mountie stuff, but you know what? I also, when I worked for the WWE in '89, the Rougeau brothers with Jimmy Hart as their manager, I thought all that stuff was pretty cool. It was heat getting shit. I mean, it wasn't top level stuff, but it was good. Yeah. And of course he worked for us a little bit and yeah, shock with all that heat, but just like everybody else in wrestling, I got along with him. I, I certainly make an effort to get along with people. Hey, I wanted to, uh, I, I thought it's, it's kind of uh, ironic in many ways that we are watching this when we saw at WrestleMania, uh, Vince and uh, stone cold kind of do their thing again a little bit. Yeah, man. What'd you think of that stoner? Yeah, it was, it was, it was. I thought they did a good, they did a great job of shooting it. Okay. The editing <laughs> after the fact. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. The actual stunner. If you saw it live on the pay-per-view, yeah. they did not do a great job shooting it, but well, boy, they fixed it in post. Yeah, they did. Well, you know what? It's you, you got what you thought you would get. I mean, he's 70 something. Cold. What do you expect? He is seven way 76 and stone cold has been out of the ring for quite a while. Oh, that wasn't on Stone Cold. Let me just assure you. He no, knows. that no, that's true. But still, you know, it's just. Of course, it wasn't. Hey, let me uh, tell you the uh, the fun thing I enjoyed back in the day is a a ratings breakdown with uh-huh. with with Dave Meltzer. Yeah, and he would list figures that show oh. the average rating increase or decrease during a segment. Yeah, <laughs> you want to know who the highest ratings mover was in this era? Like it wasn't even close. Uh, for them, it's all of wrestling, WCW, all WWF. If uh, you put him on camera, he or she, if you put this person on camera, ratings are going up. I would say stone cold. Vince McMahon. Whoa. Vince McMahon was plus 5.14. Mike Tyson was plus 4.60. Oddly enough, Rick Steiner was 3.38. Steve Austin was 3.18. The giant was 3.14. Hoovy juice was 2.8. Flair was 2.75, et cetera, et cetera. Wow. That level of analysis and breakdown and showing that, Hey, our biggest needle mover is Vince McMahon proves that, you know what? Let's put him in a big storyline. Yeah. But you got to have a good storyline too. Hey, did you see that move right there? That four fifty? Yes. Um, do you know who angle. first came up with that? The the creator of that? Would that have been Hoovy? Scott Steiner. What? Scott Steiner created the 450 splash in 1987 in Indianapolis. He called it the one and a half superfly. I just learned that this year. But it used to be called the one and a half superfly. That's what he called it. But Scott Steiner wow. not only created the Frankensteiner, he created the damn 450. Oh man, what a performer. Here comes Luna Vachon. Look like she's ready for the love boat with Tony Schiavone. I was, I, I just did, uh, this past week, watch most of her dark side of the ring. Sad story. So it is sad story. Um, as there's a lot of it, just like any, any type of entertainment, there's, there are sad stories and there are great stories and let's track this. Wow. The anticipation of Unforgiven is worse than PMS. 
fact is, the flow, the flow of my adrenaline is so severe, Miss Sable. I want to settle it right here, right now. Uh, just think about the pace of this show. That's what makes this show fun is, I mean, the funks were barely on the ramp. The funks listen to me like it's Dory and not too cold. <laughs> well, I, I see what you're saying. I mean, she was halfway down the ramp right away. Right. Oh, by the way, did you see that sign in the crowd that says who's Goldberg blowing? Yes, I did. <laughs> How great is that? <laughs> this is the second hour of raw now, right? Yes. Or the- so, so they would cut the show into two pieces. Right. So you had, uh, originally it was just Monday night war, but then, or, or Monday night raw, but then they mm-hmm. started a, uh, a two hour, you know, separation of church and state, if you will. Right. So this way they could say, Hey, we've got two shows in the top 10 or whatever it is. Yeah. I think we tried to do the same thing. Yes. That's why we, we, we had two different announced teams. That's right. Kind of. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, when they, when they said raw is war, mm-hmm. did, was that a reference to the Monday night wars or just what they well, it was? A, it was a reference to the entrance with all the bombs and explosions okay. and shit all on right. fire. All right. I got you. Sable man over yeah. like Rover in this era, but that is not her. That's your boy. You little bitch. I'm fixing to kick your ass. So you're going to talk about this with Dustin? Yes. Hey, remember that time you dressed up as Sable? <laughs> oh my gosh. Double leg by Luna. She's going right for Sable's got spanks on. <laughs> Were there spanks back then? <laughs> I don't know. Oh God. Do you have any spanks? Do they make spanks for men? Yeah. Oh yeah. I've got like three. You're three lying. Days. No, I do. You have spanks for men. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's it. That is it. I'm taking my pumps off and I'm gonna whip some butt. Oh. <laughs> hey, 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 wait a minute. Isn't that a great line? Why pull off tomorrow? Which you can pull yeah. off today. And now they have Lawler here in this, uh, this segment or this hour or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Man. How great was, uh, Dustin Rhodes? Oh, Lordy. Oh, I'm going to take my pumps off and whip some butt. <laughs> like that's his job. He got paid to do that. Yeah, I know. That's amazing. Steve Austin getting ready because his match with Vince McMahon, yes, for the WWF title, 
could happen at any moment, at any second. Austin could be called out, King. This is going to be the greatest thing that I have ever witnessed. You see Stone Cold is lacing up his boots. Vince McMahon is in the back pumping up, man. He's getting ready. I'm telling you, JR, I've had a long and illustrious career. I've seen a lot of great things. Dropping Andy Kaufman on his head, that I thought was probably the greatest thing in my career. But tonight, seeing McMahon and Stone Cold Steve Austin tied up in this ring is going to be the greatest. The greatest thing I've ever seen. So Shamrock's coming out for his second appearance. Uh, and, and there's Blackman. He's on the show now for the third time. Steve Blackman is. Wow. Oh, that's the new midnight express right there. My friend. Yeah, man. Are it you in the loop like, on the new midnight express? Uh, I'm not, not at all. So the NWA had a resurgence here <laughs> in 1998. So uh, that's Tony Chimmel introducing the the new midnight express. That's Dan Severin. Did you ever meet uh-huh. Dan? Yes. I think I met him at a Starcast, didn't I? Probably. Yeah. He was at Starcast uh, in Vegas for sure. Right, right. Jack Jones, your referee. Of course, Jim Cornette's there. That's Bob Holly with the mullet and the other uh, dark haired mullet. Well, that's Bart Gunn. So it's like bombastic Bob and bodacious Bart or vice versa. But they were the new Midnight Express, which is almost. I guarantee that your game, your gimmick in wrestling is not going to get over. If you put the word new in it, I guess it, you know, it didn't really account for world order because there wasn't an old world order. That's what we should do. Old world order. Yeah, buddy. You, Jim Ross, (laughs) Eric Bischoff, Ric Flair. (laughs) You know, if you're over 60, you're a member of the O W O. It would, and here comes a shirt pretty soon. Can you imagine? Wow. Yeah. Shout out to Ryan ding. We got to have an old world or maybe we should have Neil Pruitt cut some stuff, but we'll have his teeth Mm -hmm. fall out. (laughs) I know he doesn't have fake teeth, but we'll put some fake teeth on him. (laughs) The following announcement has been paid for by old (laughs) teeth back in. (laughs) Oral world order order. And then when he says order, the teeth fall out again. Oh, that yeah. Order would be great. You're right. Don't do it yeah. early. Yeah. Following yeah. announcement has been paid for by the old world order. Oh, there's the <laughs> teeth. That'd be great. Hey, Bob Holly was legitimately one of the toughest guys out there. I Dude, mean, I think that's and bar gun well. knocked everybody except Butterbean right. flat of their ass. These are some well, badass he, dudes. Yeah. Bart gun won the brawl for it all. Didn't he? Yes. Then he, yeah, he won that. And Steve Blackman, real life badass, real life bounty hunter, Ken Shamrock, most dangerous man uh in the world, according to ABC, I guess a year mm-hmm. prior to this. So some badass dudes and Jack Dome. Don't see a backslide very often in wrestling anymore. No, you sure don't. I like it though. I do too. I like the I like the old Standard look at what that. What the fuck was that? That was an attempt at a Tierras. At a what? But Tierras. What what is a Tierras? Well, we call it a Tierras, but uh Dasha said make sure you go Tierras. That's okay. But I that like a half ass hurricane runner to me. Uh hurricane runs with the knees, Tierras is when you use the the ankles, the feet to take them over. I had to see see how see how educated I've who, become. Who the fuck are you? Excalibur. Who the fuck are you right now? <laughs> I ain't just a hype machine, son. Gun. I, I saw you call a hip toss a power bomb once. 
Uh, recently? Well, years ago. <laughs> okay. Who knows what I say on elevation? I'll tell you this on dark. You just make yeah. shit up and nobody calls you on it at all. Yeah, I know because it's, I just try to on, on, on dark elevation. I just try to just fill in the blanks between Mark Henry and, and Paul white. That's all oh, I try to do. I forgot my thought. I wanted to share earlier about how much I love the, the Mark Henry segment on Friday nights, mm -hmm. right? Mark right. Henry on Friday nights when he's. Mm -hmm talking to the main event yeah, and he's doing picture in picture Jones and it's restaurant mm -hmm. quality and all that shit that Jr. says, mm -hmm. he is as natural as a Teddy Ruxpin doll. <laughs> <laughs> For the purposes of this, Chris, I know you're listening. Okay. I want you to take one of those AEW dynamite segments and let's Photoshop out Mark Henry. Keep his audio though, yeah. and slide that goddamn bear in, <laughs> and let that bear say, "It's time." <laughs> the, the main. <laughs> I mean, he is just—it's huh. wonderful. I love him it so is. much. I do too. By the way, Ken Shamrock, just a stone cold badass here. I've always mm -hmm. thought he would have been a great opponent for Steve Austin in this era. He's a badass. He's believable. He's authentic. He's got credibility. All the words you want, all the boxes you want to check. Oh man, the new Midnight Express pattern out. Serving the referee's up instructions and commands there to break holes and to get one man in the ring and one man out. So it's a DQ, damn it. Hate to oh, see it. Was was uh, was Cornette part of the uh, creative team back then? Yes. Not for long though. He's going to get super, super frustrated and he'll be out of there. Hmm. Going to go run some, um, oh, hey, let's track it. Break him tonight. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've you. just Take been informed. We'll hear from this McMahon next. Oh yeah. 10, three, two, one proudly presents WWF. Man. How about all these damn long distance gimmicks? They were printing cash to be sponsoring all this. You know what? Yeah. Isn't it amazing when I see things like this, that how things have changed throughout the years and so cause of cell phones, there's no 10, 10, whatever anymore. Not at all. I'd be lying to you. If I didn't tell you that I've got butterflies in my stomach, I know, yeah. uh, but afraid I, um, I proved I wasn't afraid of the United States government. I'm sure as hell not afraid of Ted Turner and Time Warner. I'm not afraid of the big bad wolf. And I sure as hell am not afraid of Stone Cold Steve Austin. What a freaking what great short promo. Yeah. He knows man. exactly what he's doing, man. Yeah. Uppercutted the uh, steroid, uh, trial uppercutted WCW man. Boom, boom. Body shots. I love it. Well done. So here comes the undertaker going to be taken on. This is our second appearance from the undertaker. I'll tell you what people are pretty critical of Vince Russo episodes like this prove every now and again, mm -hmm. got to give the devil his due. Yeah. Because this show, again, this is the second appearance. Think about how many times we've seen Vince on camera, no less than five at this point, right? 
Cause he came out with Austin. He came out in the middle of the ring and did his own promo. Yeah. We've probably seen four backstage segments. So here we are, uh, 59 minutes into the program and we've seen him six times that that's getting everybody alerted and ready for what's coming. That's really what did this thing. Like if they just did that in the last segment, that wouldn't have worked. What's happening in this era though. There's a lot of change channel changers, right? They're going back and forth and what's right. happening here. And let me check in over there and I'll do a little pop by or whatever. Well, here's what's happening. Fans are communicating to each other. Hey man, did you hear Steve Austin's going to wrestle Vincent man for the belt? No, he's not. Right. Yes, he is. He just got his gear. So, you know, you're competing on the other channel with that. Mm-hmm. This headbanger look would be a good look for you, by the way. Do you have a kilt? Do you own a kilt? I feel like you're a kilt guy. I don't, but you know, that Lois's family on her mother's side, do we, did, did we just go black again? Yep. Cause you know what okay. that means. It's him. Kane. Here comes Kane. And of course, one of them is going to set each other on fucking fire in just 13 days. Anyway, uh, Lois's family, uh, on her mother's side from Scotland, they're Scotsmen and they're big into kilts and all that stuff. Uh, they just love one of the things I've always wanted to do was, and I actually had planned this before the pandemic, you know, there had been talk that eventually we're going to go to England. AEW is going to go to England. Gotta. And, and, and I think eventually that's going to happen. Don't know when. But let's, I was going to take let's Lois. Tra- let's track Paul here. Okay. So you can't wait to end your house unforgiven, can you? <laughs> I'll tell you what, dead man. You want to fight your own flesh and blood? You're going to do it on Paul What you talking about, JR? This is the way it's going to be. Next week on Monday Night Raw, you are going to face your brother. But you're not going to face him inside that ring. your little brother in the cemetery what you are so worried about what your dead mom and daddy think about what you're doing you can fight your brother right on their damn grave oh what a hideous thing to say to a human being (laughs) and we'll just leave you right there and send you back to hell where you belong. Cain will be there. Will you? My God, what a challenge. What's he doing here now? Oh! <laughs> well, folks, we're going to keep you informed as a... So what do you think? Would you, uh, would you fight your brother? Oh, on your parents' graves? If there's money involved. But what a hideous thing to say to a human being. What a freaking great line. What a freaking great line. Jim Ross is a quote machine. Oh. 
So you know that Speaking. teardrop underneath his eye, Undertaker's eye, means he killed a guy, right? Uh, in real life, like? No, he didn't kill a guy in real life. Are you kidding? He'd be in prison. Well, I didn't know it was a gang thing or not. I didn't know. I didn't know what should come. Okay. Who did he kill? Uh, oh, uh, hide this guy now. There you go. Thank you for squatting down. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's squatting down. I'm going to hide behind these little thin posts here. The fuck? I don't know, but you you talking about gang stuff really cracks me up. Oh, wait. You're up. Hello, ladies. Pardon my appearance, but I was just doing a little casting for my next film entitled Lust in Space. <laughs> yeah, the TV show was good, but I have a rocket in my pocket <laughs> that will take each and every one of you women on the face of this planet to new and exciting heights. <laughs> uh, let's just call it Venus Envy. But I'm not a braggart. My actions speak louder than my words. <laughs> and ladies, when I explode inside the World Wrestling Federation, <sighs> let's just say that Val Venus will give it his all inch by inch. <laughs> Val Venus is coming. <laughs> what do you think of that video? You've probably never seen that, huh? No, I've not, but pretty risque, huh? How so? Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Okay, so we got a uh, little music. Oh, Degeneration next. Got it. Anyway, I, I thought it was funny that you just assumed that the Undertaker was in some sort of gang. I got to feed the streets. Oh, I mean, you I'm said he killed a man, right? Ski mask yeah. On my face. Sometimes you gotta As an angle, he killed a guy? He killed Kane. He killed Kane. Well, Kane was walking there. He didn't kill Kane. Well, that's true, I guess. But you know, in the, in storyline, he's he killed. Okay. Yeah. You need to let me know what storyline, what's real, man. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that that was an issue for you. <laughs> By the way, we're getting a lot of, uh, requests for, uh, some more Tony reads rap. I mean, is there any chance we can bring that back? There is none, but thanks for asking. What about a Tony reads rap mega where we just play all your raps in one episode as a best of one day? 
Well, I I would have. I mean, you could have one of your idiots to build it, and I would have no. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just telling you, one of my idiots is going to build it. Okay. We do step. Huh? You do have idiot. You do have idiots. Wow. Oh, really? What would? Uh, why would you say something like that? That's mean. That's mean. That's rude. That's hurtful. Yeah, it is. Sorry. Who are my idiots? Uh, let's see. Silva. Silva's an idiot Wanna? now. Oh. Now, Hey, did you know the other day, I was so proud of him. We went to dinner in Nashville. We were working on some business and afterwards, and you only had a salad. Well, he did eat a okay. salad. I couldn't believe okay. it. All right. You know, Silva's 51 years old. Is he really? Yes. Oh my gosh. Look at here. Generates. One of you is going to get your ass kicked. And I want to know which one of you has the kahunas to step in the ring with me. <laughs> you know something, Owen? That's a question we've been pondering all weekend. Just thinking, tossing and turning at night, trying to think who it is that's going to take you apart for the last time. So what we did is I had everybody in DX write a 500-word essay <laughs> on who would get to kick Owen Hart's ass. Who wanted it the most? And I read them. Oh, I read all of them. And they were all really good. I mean, mine mine was a little bit headstrong, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Road Dogs. Road Dogs was written on these little tiny white piece of paper said zigzag or something on them. And half of them were missing. I don't even know what his was about. <laughs> X-Pox. X-Pox was more something that should have been printed in like an adult magazine. The ninth wonder of the world, China. Hers was very deep and, and emotional. It brought a tear to my eye, but frankly, the violent things she wanted to do to you in that could not be done on national television, let me tell you. But the winner, by far, had to be badass Billy Guns. Not only because of the clear professional plastic binder it came in, but the illustrations depicting Owen Hart with a small barnyard animal were great. Oh, boy, you stop that. So, without further ado, Owen, your winner, tonight's ass kicker, Mr. Ass. <laughs> How appropriate, JR. So uh, Billy Gunn and Owen Hart will go one-on-one -on -one hey, here. Hey, Billy, you got two words for him? Yeah. Suck it! Oh, that's creative. So uh, Owen Hart and uh, Mr. Ass here, hmm. what do you think? I mean, are the Ass Boys, is the Ass Boys the best tag team name in history? The Ass Boys? It's a great one. Yeah. It is a great one. And buddy, Austin and Colton know how to play it up. He's... I really like. Oh, look at this! Oh my gosh! Will not be alone for very long. LOD so this is with huge scores to settle. They hit the reset button on LOD uh, uh -huh. in early 1998, maybe even actually WrestleMania. Uh, so a few weeks prior to this, they hit the reset button. So new shoulder pad look, new face paint look. They had uh, a 
I think maybe shin guards, but they were wearing helmets and you see Vince trying to pump up in the backstage area. Yeah. But they've got Sonny now as a manager with a whole new look. We're going to see yeah. DX on commentary here, at least Waltman and, uh, and Hunter. Uh, did, uh, did you see the latest story on Tammy? I don't know what to say. Yeah, I don't either. I, I think we should just let it rest at that. I, uh, I, re- I really, I was very sad when I read that story. I think very everybody's sad. concerned and everybody wants the best for her, but I don't yeah. even know. I don't know what to say. No. I'm concerned for her and all the families involved. And mm-hmm. I hope she's able to pull the nose up and this somehow I don't even know. I don't even, I don't know what to say. Yeah. It's, I just want, you can just let it rest at that. It's just, uh, it's a terrible story. Meanwhile, in the ring, Billy Gunn, who, by the way, has always looked great, but I even think he looks better now. <laughs> oh, he does look yeah. better now. I mean, it's yeah, un- he's so jacked. It's, he, it's he's amazing. found the, the, the fountain of youth for real. Yeah. By the way, you guys were doing uh, Nitro in Minneapolis. You had 16,827 fans there. The gate was 279,000. Meltzer would call it largely another in the run of so-so shows. Mm-hmm. This is probably, and that was at the Target Center, it's probably the famous story that I've talked about many times that has always resonated and stuck. I don't know if resonates the right word. The but Ric Flair story? What's that? The Ric Flair story? No, the story where that's the story where we were all in catering and he, he had a team meeting did Eric and Eric says, I will not rest until I put a stake through the heart of Vince McMahon. He said that to all of us. And I remember thinking, Whoa, that's, that's pretty fucking heavy. So it's probably around this time. He said that I would think, cause I know it was at the target center. Because we've worked the Target Center, a pay-per-view we did back in September. And I was looking for the room <laughs> where it happened. Wow. I, I You know, there's some, there's, I, as you know, by this podcast, there's a lot of things that I don't remember. But that I always will remember. Meltzer would say the Target Center had sold out for the Nitro tapings just hours after tickets had been put on sale. With it being declared Ric Flair Day, the, big advance, the biggest advance ever in the city the second largest gate in a long and storied history of wrestling in the twin cities and the first sellout of a major arena in that market in nearly 15 years, but there was no flair Bischoff before the show had a meeting with the wrestlers, largely to get his side across to the boys over a real tent situation coming just a few weeks after the debacle, which wound up with Sean Waltman needlessly becoming a free agent and signing with the WWF. Bischoff had been the subject of tremendous heat amongst most of the top wrestlers with his bluntness with them about their positions in the company and his unwavering belief that it was Hogan that brought WCW to its new position. Bischoff's tremendous success, many would say, has resulted in an equal amount of arrogance that he hitched himself too closely with Hogan and many feel Hogan all by himself is not what got WCW to this level. He said he's going to try and be nicer to everyone at the tapings and he was told by Diamond Dallas Page that he'd become an asshole and he's going to try and change. He then began talking about Ric Flair, claiming that when they made the new deal, he said that Flair's agreement was to appear at all television tapings. And if he ever needed a night off, he was to contact Barry Bloom, who would have to submit the request in writing with 10 days notice. There were reports that Flair asked for the date off months ago, but those may not be true. And those close to Bischoff were adamant in pointing out it wasn't until recently 
that Flair would have known his son would have qualified for nationals. What appears to have happened, even though this would have been called the best educated speculation is that since Flair had been taken off TV for several weeks and given no date of when he'd be brought back, he may not have felt the need to ask for the day off. And then at the last minute, they wanted him to return for the TV. And that's where the problem came up. Hmm. So as you know, this famous story about him missing thunder and it all went downhill anyway. Bischoff says his, uh, he told the wrestlers that everyone has known flair isn't a man of his word, but said people always look the other way because he's Ric Flair. And he finished by saying he's going to set an example with flair. Mm. Exactly what that entails is unclear as it isn't believed flair has gotten any word of the situation. There's even some speculation that this could be an angle. Ric Flair's future is hardly the only one in question in WCW. And he lists a bunch of other situations. Now we know. Famously, 13 days after this, Greensboro hosts the WWF pay-per-view. Right. And we're going to see Steve Austin in the main event. I think we'll, well, maybe on this episode, we'll reveal who the opponent is. It's going to wind up being dude love though. Uh, so we just saw Cactus Jack say, Hey, you won't see Cactus Jack for a long, long time. Right. But that means dude loves coming back as a heel for Vince McMahon to do his bidding. We're going to see that Inferno match with the undertaker and Kane. But supposedly they had an idea for creative where since flair was legally not able to be signed, they would just comp him a front row ticket and bring along Reed flair, Rick's youngest son. And then in theory on television and maybe through the house, Mike, we would say, Hey, we've got a great wrestling champion front row ringside with us. Let's go acknowledge him. Everybody put your hands together. For a great wrestling champion, Mr. Reed Flair. And then just interview Reed at ringside while Rick was seated beside him. So clearly on camera, but it got so far as according to Rick, he drove around the building talking to the guys on the cell phone about, should I come in? Should I not? What should we do? Wow. And it didn't happen. But what if it would have happened, man? Wow. That's a great story. Wow. That's a great story. Another story in the interesting life of Richard Fleer. And man, if you think, uh, he's got interesting stories, I got short sleeves on, but I got a lot of tricks up them today because we got some big stuff coming soon with Rick. Oh, good. You're good do, for you. You ever do a crotch chop around the house? Uh, you know what? I'm trying to think if I did or not. Maybe I did a hard crotch chop when I was naked just so I could locate some parts of mine. I feel like you would have hit Chris Shivani with one back in the day, <laughs> Matt Shivani back in the day. <laughs> not so sure. Right there, kids. Time to go to bed right now. Let's run through yeah. this litter of kids. You got, you got Chris, you got Matt. Mm-hmm. You got Tim, mm-hmm. you got Lori. I'm missing like mm-hmm. a whole handful of others. Yeah. No, we got John Michael. Who's yeah. John Michael. Is that it? Yeah. That's that's There are five of them. And then Johnny and, is Johnny then, has left the family completely, but that's another story, but we got six grandchildren and we got Vince McMahon coming to the ring. Got Sarge in the background too. Just in case. Mm-hmm. Everybody trying to stay out of the camera shot. Yeah. 
This is the one, Vince. This is the one. Come on, JR, you're speechless. Bad advice. We're not waiting for any commercial break. This is going to take place. Vince McMahon is on his way to a World Wrestling Federation ring. He's going to step into it for the well, for the first time in a competition wow. setting in his life. And the World Wrestling Federation title is on the line. Well, this is going to tear this company apart. That's all I can tell you. Why? Why is it? Well, it's a tragedy. If Vince McMahon beats Stone Cold Steve Austin and becomes the champion, it's going to tear the company apart? Hey, look, we're not the company that likes to have... Uh, Senior citizens as champions, hey, okay? Hey, Vince McMahon would be a great champion. <laughs> He's 52 years old. Model. He's 52 years old. My senior, God. Senior citizen. <laughs> Think about that. Can you process what he just said? Yeah. He, he's a senior citizen. He's 52 years old. Yeah. I'd like to remind everybody that in a few months, Chris Jericho will be 52. Yeah. Ain't Tony that Chimel. crazy when you think about that? Yeah. We're talking about Vince like he's this old geezer here. He's a couple of months younger than Chris Jericho is right now. And Jericho looks as great as ever top of his game right now. Oh, Vince looks great coming out here too. Gerald Briscoe and Pat Patterson. Look at that walk. That's, that's I mean, uh, that's, that's strut. Patterson that needs some chest. Not long after this is when we, he would start using his theme music. No chance in hell. Right. But here he is just coming out to no music, which makes it real. I love it. And then who's going to run the company? Hey, let me ask you this. Was Pat Patterson not a great wrestler in his day? Yes. Was Gerald Briscoe not a great wrestler in his day? Damn right. You think they haven't told Vince McMahon some moves? Some... Oh, now what's Shane McMahon doing coming out here? Vince's son, Shane. Don't try to talk him out of it. Shane and I agree. This is this is bad, bad, bad business. Look, you don't know what McMahon's gone through all this week. You saw what happened last week when, when Stone Cold hit. Wait. Get him out of there, bitch. Get him out of there. You know, Vince McMahon's wife almost sued Stone Cold Steve Austin for what? For loss of consortium. After you saw what you saw what Stone Cold did to McMahon last week. Hit him right in the old. What is the well? You felt his ego so or whatever. Yeah, that's great, Jerry. That's great. I mean, McMahon's been unable to perform in the bedroom, and I don't blame him for taking. I mean, you, you know, you gotta, you gotta what do what a man's gotta do, and he's fixing to do it. Who's gonna run this company? If, if I just bought a house, I got a mortgage to pay off. Uh oh. Oh boy. So what do you think of the presentation? This is what beat uh, y'all. This is, yeah, well, th- you know what? Not much wrestling in this show, as I think Melcher said, and we talked about it, but I like seeing Tony Chimmel uh, doing the ring announcing. Tony's a good guy who obviously gave his life for the company only to get it shoved back in his face. But um, I, I just love these stories. I mean, if you have a great story, you don't need a lot of wrestling, but if you don't have a great story, you damn well better wrestle. And I think this was just a tremendous story. I mean, we had a couple of stories going through this show. Of course, we got the undertaker and Kane and we got the DX, whatever. And look at the fans standing. Well, that's nobody knows always, what to expect here. Yeah, I know. That's always a great sign when the fans are on their feet, not necessarily cheering, but just standing up. 
Man, and that's what they're doing here. How many big moments has Mike Kyoto been the referee for? My goodness. Wow. Don't forget now, Austin said earlier he could beat him with one hand tied behind his back. Uh huh. That title. Look at this. Yeah, baby. You seem awfully calm. I can't, be- I can't believe what we're about to witness. Oh, what are we calm, doing here? King. Not calm at all. Oh, here we go. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, come on, Stone Cold. You've shut your mouth off so much. You feel froggy. Why don't you jump? Austin with that uh, very... Look at, me. Look at me. Oh, my. Oh, my God. God. Oh, my Freaking love God. it. So how about this, man? Come on, Vince. You don't snap. You don't slap a rattlesnake, Vince. Get those arms up. What's Briscoe, Patterson, and Slaughter doing in there? Match hadn't started yet. It's not a tag team match, you know. Uh, just one thing. Uh, just one thing. You said... You could beat Vince McMahon with one arm tied behind your back. That's right. That's did right. you did say, say that. that? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yeah, you yes. said it. Yeah. Now let's see if you're a man of your word. Give me that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no. What did I tell Mr. you about Pisco, McMahon? If you don't mind, please doing the honors. Stone Cold actually did say. So listen, this is, um, a little different from what, you know, most Monday night shows were like, but this did become like the new norm, big on angles, big on vignettes, big on promos, a lot less wrestling, but that's what won the war. Mm -hmm. Isn't that interesting that what won the wrestling war was less wrestling. Well, what won the wrestling war was great characters and great storylines. That's exactly right. You can, this is a damn good storyline, but don't, don't think that it would work with someone else. Yeah. You got to have the right performers. That's right. And they got two of the best of all time here. Of course they do. And, and sometimes it goes back to the old thing about throwing shit against the wall to see if it sticks. Uh, sometimes you get home run with it because you got the right people and stone cold was the right freaking person. Just, I mean, he, he jumped over Hulk Hogan as the biggest star of all time. Yeah. I I get the vitamins, prayers via whatever, all that stuff. But in the, in the eighties and how big it was, but this was the biggest. Oh, for sure. Yeah. What a show, man. Yeah, so, so big that he comes back to WrestleMania this year. I didn't see the whole thing with he and Kevin Owens. But it was everybody left happy. Oh, good. And that's what's important. Leave it happy. I, I only saw parts of WrestleMania, so 
Um, I didn't see the whole thing, but raw uh, broke not only its quarter hours, uh, its quarter hour audience record, but the all time competitive quarter hour audience record set just last week by the first ever sting Nash match. The match that never took place, which did a 6.0 rating and a 10.2 share in 4,414,000 homes going head to head with sting versus Kevin Nash for the WCW title in a rematch time slot. WCW has owned for the past two years. It did a 4.3 rating of 3,145,000 homes. That means the combined rating here is a 10.3 rating. 7,559,000 7,559,000 homes. Now that's, that's interesting, Tony, cause I want you to understand what we're talking about. And I know that I'm not saying this to be funny to you, but I'm saying these days we don't talk about the number of homes. We talk about the number of people and, and we've got over seven and a half million homes. So if you assume there's two people in every home, 15 million motherfuckers watching wrestling, I know. And I do, I've never trusted the ratings to be accurate, but it's all they have. Right. So I, I think there's more than that watching. I really do. I've always thought that. And it's, uh, I wish there was a way to accurately get a sample. There probably is. It's probably all a work. Everything's a work, you know? Hey, interesting that, and of course we know him and, and love Gerald Briscoe, but when he was wrestling with Jack, it was Jack and Jerry Briscoe. And then later it became Gerald Briscoe. I just wonder when that all changed when he, I guess, when he started working with Vince. I thought he was called that before. Was he not? Well, I just remember when I first started with, uh, with the NWA and with Crockett promotions, they were working with with the Crockett's because I did a lot of interviews backstage and it was Jack and Jerry Briscoe. I would always say the world tag team champions, Jack and Jerry Briscoe will defend against Ricky Steamboat and Jay Youngblood or something like that. Well, I mean, listen on commentary, Jim Ross has referred to him as Jerry. Okay. I think just, you know, Oh, I love the mouthpiece bit. I forgot about that. That's good. That's great stuff. I do think since he's supposed to be older and a stooge and corporate, blah, 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 they would go. So yeah. instead of Ricky Morton is Richard Morton, right? Look at Vince here. Yeah. By the way. Oh, check oh. it out. What? What is dude? Lo- dude wants to know. Can't we all just get along? Give you the backstory here. Once upon a time, uh, dude love and Steve Austin were tag team partners, tag team champions. Uh- Hey, wait a minute, okay. JR. I don't, he's, he was Steve Austin's tag team partner. But Steve right. o, as you know, there you go. there's only one cat who can bring peace to the war zone. And that's Dula. Vince, this is some kind of trick. Now, Stone Cold, I know you got your heart set. I'm putting some heavy duty booty to Uncle Vinny, but the dude has got to put the veto to this one. Huh? Oh, we are tight, Steve-O. About as tight as two cats can be. But you gotta understand, Steve-O. Vince McMahon writes the checks that lets the dude live the kind of life that the dude likes to live. Yeah, you better remember that. 
So I guess you could say, Uncle Vinny, you are my McMain man. <laughs> this looks frustrated. He wants Get to out go. Of then. But I want you to remember one thing, and remember it good. When you look at Stone Cold Steve Austin, you've got your eyes set on the world's toughest SOB. And he can put you down on your A-double-S just like... Oh, Biff, he just shoved Dude Love down. What? Vince is ready to you get it on, You just made baby. the world's biggest mistake. Wait a minute. That's the Mandible Claw. Dude, going for the Mandible Claw. Wait a minute. Get him out of Dude, here. Dude Love's trying to put the Mandible Claw. Let's go get him So it was all a ruse. He wasn't actually trying to put the mandible claw on McMahon. He wanted to tease it long enough to get Austin's attention and then do it to Austin. It was Mm -hmm. funny though, because you could tell Foley was expecting Austin sooner. He looked over his shoulder and that's when Austin was like, Oh, time to go. And there you go. Down he goes. (laughs) How tremendous is dude love. I feel like if you were a wrestler, if you, Tony Schiavone were a wrestler, you'd be dude love. I think so. So let me ask if Vince is walking away and he's not, or is he going to roll back in the ring, kick his ass? Well, what do you mean? He's not a wrestler. Well, not. He's the owner. Okay. Stays down. This seems irate that he's not going to. Oh, stone cold up. And look at, I cannot believe why is dude love. Why is he doing this? I just got the call back on Austin. And it's pretty awesome because they're not making Austin look weak here. Austin has one arm tied behind his back. He thought he was taking on Vince. Right. Of course, Vince still pissed off screaming as they, as Shane tries to ease him up the ramp. Love has stolen the spotlight from the owner of the company. But the bottom line is that the WWF champion with one hand. See, I, I, I would have thought that, well, maybe still. I would have thought that Vince would have laughed and smiled and this would have all been a ruse on his part. Uh, and maybe it's going to come out. It is right. But I thought Vince would take the chance now to put the boots to Austin. Well, they've got to set up a main event for the pay-per-view. Yeah. And this is the way to do it. It's going to be dude love versus stone cold, Steve Austin in 13 days. Hmm. Step right eye because I got plenty more where that came from. Uh oh, here we go, McMahon. And dude loves that. Dude loves now. Dude loves Thomas Vince McMahon. Look at this. He's barking. <laughs> I cannot believe. You love that little knee dance, don't you? The Charleston knees, buddy. Can you do that for us uh, as a I, Patreon I, bonus this year? Uh, you know what? I would try, but I think it would be my only time to. I would pull something. Well, we'll get you uh, with DDP and get you to do some stretches first. Okay, yeah. You just want me to, you just want me to look like a fool. What does that mean? Hang on now. It means you just want me to look like a fool. Which one of us goes on TV every week without combing their hair? (laughs) Which one of us goes on TV every week without ironing our pants? Which one of us goes on TV every week with our air mall walkers on our feet? The answer is you kind, sir. My hair gets mushed up. 
So because because I've got the headphones on, and then I take them off and I go backstage and do something, and my hair's mushed up. So the show's off the air here. This is what they're calling extra attitude. This would wind up being a DVD extra, uh, but. What we just saw is what aired on the program, and that's what ultimately beat Nitro. That tough after all. Oh, have mercy. Yeah, have mercy indeed. I want to take a time out right now to uh, tell everybody about Goliath Life. Listen, here's the deal, man. You got homeowner's insurance. You got auto insurance. You got health insurance. You need life insurance. It's not for you. It's for your family. Don't be selfish. What's the plan. If you pass away and your family loses your income, if you don't have one, you need goliathlife.com. That's goliathlife.com. G O L I T H life.com. Here's what's cool about Goliath life. They've streamlined the process of getting life insurance. You get quotes from over 20 carriers in one place. Now without Goliath life, you'd have to do 20 applications, talk to at least 20 people. You don't have to do that here. You'll get to pick your term, pick your rate, pick your payment, pick everything. And then they'll even send somebody to you to do the medical piece. They sent somebody to my office. I was done very quickly. I had my life insurance, my family set Goliath life can make sure your family set. You can start this application right now in a few easy clicks at goliathlife.com. Can't recommend it enough. I know you're a big believer too, Tony. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And I'm glad we got to sit down and take a look at this week's episode, because this is something, as you said, you've never, ever actually sat down and watched. And now we did it, daddy. We, we, we did it. Me and you look at us. Would you look, look at, at us? I, I, I love great stories. I, I think that, and I love great wrestling. I think we all do. Oh, here come, uh, as if you're still rolling with us, here come the road warriors and I'm sorry, Legion of doom. Yeah. So this is dark match Jones at this point. So this is. Just for the house. None of this actually aired, but we got to see what beat nitro. And next week we're going to get to see a little bit of the Crockett tag team tournament. That's right. The Crockett wow. cup, April 18th, 1987. That's what we'll be watching next week here on the program. And then we're actually going to check back in on raw two weeks after this show. So the night after the unforgiven pay-per-view, a lot of fun stuff happening here on Monday night raw and especially here on WHW and Tony, I think the rumor and innuendo is uh-huh. when you sign up oh. over at patreon.com forward slash WHW Monday, you get two count them two pieces of bonus content and over at adfreeshows.com. I think you're even doing a Q and a or something like that. There's so many perks for our Patreon these days. Is there not? There is. If you sign up at a certain level, I will give you a phone call and we'll talk for as long as you want. Sometimes uh, when I make these phone calls and Please be patient because I can't make them immediately, but because of my commitments now. And, but when I make them, some people will say, Hey, glad you called. And they, they, they won't know what to say. And they, we don't talk long. I'm on the phone for as long as you want, man. Ask me any question that you want. Uh, you know, I, I like doing it. So I I really do. I like talking with the fans 
And uh, by the way, this uh, this past weekend, I was in South Carolina at the SC Comic Con, uh, really enjoying myself there and being a part of it. Got to hang out with Arn Anderson, which is always fun, and Brock, my friend. So anyway, so uh, please just uh, be all uh, be a part of Patreon. We have a lot of fun. Uh, we're getting ready to, uh, I say getting ready to, in the next few weeks, we're going to have another episode of uh, Living with Lois, which is always a chore. Not only living with her, but getting it taped, <laughs> getting it recorded. Uh, that's a chore too. So, and as we know, you know, she just celebrated uh, the big old seven zero. Um, so there you go. Man, how Patreon. fun is that? Yeah. Yeah. Patreon.com forward slash WW Monday. Of course, adfreeshows.com. And Tony, I talked to the uh the hotel partner earlier this week. Yeah. He told me last week I would have the contract by last Friday. I hit her on Tuesday this week and said, Hey, did I miss it? No, I'm behind. But by the time folks are hearing this, I've probably put pen to paper and we have our low key big hog slash top guy weekend lined up. So stay tuned. I expect that you and I will get to announce it next week here on the show. It's finally Good. happening and we got some tricks up our sleeve. We got some last year was fun, but I think we've got an even more fun twist this year. Folks are really going to dig. Check it out. If you haven't already, it's adfreeshows.com. It's patreon.com forward slash WW Monday. And that's where Tony will give you a call. So, uh, check it out. But right now, Tony, it looks like it's about that time. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Tony Schiavone and Dave Silva one-on-one. It's Shivani against one of the idiots. Shivani's going to tie one hand behind his back and face Dave Silva. By God, it's not a match. They're doing the freaking belly bump. They're doing it. Shivani's got one hand tied behind his back, and he's trying to do. Uh, uh, Dave Silva's got one hand behind his back. No, Silva's not. It's not behind his back. It. He's trying to do a reach around on Shivani. My God. We're desperately out of time. The tape machines are rolling. We'll see you next week on What Happened When. We come to you Wednesdays on the Cumulus Podcast Network. But Mondays, we come to you exclusively on Patron. Patreon.com forward slash WHW Monday. And of course, adfreeshows.com. You know, I get the question all the time, Conrad, I know you help people save money and you help people refinance, but could you actually help me buy a house? Yeah, buddy. Come on now. Buywithconrad.com is your hookup. And let me give you a heads up. You don't need a huge down payment to buy a house in 2022. In fact, you may not need a down payment at all. There are still loan programs out there that can get you out of your apartment and into a brand new house with no money down. And I know it sounds too good to be true, but buddy, we're doing it pretty routinely. And you don't have to be a veteran, but yeah, we can still help our veterans get into a house with no money down. But more importantly, we're going to help you get on the path to buy a house this year. You see, a lot of times we have these conversations and folks say, well, I've got a little bit of time left on my lease, or I'm not sure exactly when I'll be ready or how much of a down payment do I need to save up? My advice, don't get ahead of yourself. Let's start the pre-approval process. Let's know what your new house payment could look like. You'll tell us how much down payment you want to have. Maybe the answer is zero. That's cool. And then you'll tell us what you want your monthly payment to be. And then you go shopping for your dream home. But step one starts at buywithconrad.com. And hey, did you know that when you go to file your taxes as a homeowner, you're going to get a statement back from your mortgage company that's going to say, hey, you can write off this amount of interest this year. How much of your rent are you writing off this year? 
none of it. Oh, and by the way, what's your interest rate on your rent? Well, that would be a hundred percent pal. You know, you can do better than a hundred percent interest. That's what rent is. Stop throwing your money away. And by the way, we can even help you get rid of your current house and get into a better house. If you already have a house, but you think, you know what? It's time for a new place. We can help you at buywithconrad.com. That's buywithconrad.com. B-U-Y with Conrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. And be sure to ask about our green light underwrite. We can actually get your file completely underwritten, and that allows you to negotiate like a cash buyer at buywithconrad.com. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. This is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. Actor Rain Wilson. The number one thing that psychologists point to with young people of why they are struggling so much in this mental health epidemic is they don't have resilience. So how do you build resilience if you don't understand suffering itself? The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. 